Hello, and welcome to the Elk River Lutheran Church Powered by Love podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Elk River, Minnesota, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Today we'll explore the Bible, life, and faith. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some sacred wit. To be powered by love is a spiritual thing, more than a feeling. To be powered by love Don't take money Don't take fame Don't take no credit card To ride this train It's strong and sudden It's cruel sometimes But it might just save your life To be powered by love And welcome to worship this morning. It is Powered by Love Sunday. And so what that means is today we are celebrating what it means for us as a church to be powered by love. What it means for us as people of faith to be powered by love. And of course that phrase comes from this big beautiful mural we have painted on the side of our building, Powered by Love. A part of the way we're celebrating Powered by Love as a church here today is with some sunglasses and some fun painted hair. Another way is that we have kids receiving their first communion here and what a great gift of love Holy Communion is for all of us. So we will be celebrating that as a part of the service both online and in person here today. And to get us ready for Powered by Love Day, this Sunday Powered by Love, I've got a few questions for a Powered by Love mural trivia. Uh, I think most of you probably know that we have a Powered by Love mural, but I'm just curious how much you actually know about it, okay? So here's a few Powered by Love mural questions, okay? So this first one is multiple choice. Pastor Nathan, that cool guy, had an idea that the church should paint a mural after seeing a picture on Facebook of some high school kids dressed up for prom and posing in, a front, in front of a mural in what downtown? What downtown did I see a picture of kids posed ready for prom? Was it downtown Minneapolis, Minnesota, downtown Minot, North Dakota, or downtown Madison, Wisconsin? All right, so where was that mural downtown that those kids were posing and it was so bright and colorful? I thought, man, that'd be cool if we had a mural to take pictures in front of. So uh, show of hands, who thinks it was Minneapolis? Any votes for Minneapolis? Okay. How about votes for Minot? Minot. Oh, Minot. How about votes for Madison? Madison. Okay, good. It was indeed Minot, North Dakota. Uh, some Minot. It said, love downtown Minot. It was bright and colorful. I thought, well, that would be cool if we had something like that. Okay, so here's where we're going next. The phrase powered by love is a play off of the city of elk rivers tagline which is powered by what fill in the blank powered by now y'all are pretty close either from elk river or close by some of our online folks are from further away it might be a little tougher so shout it off you know are you ready elk river is powered by nature yes powered by nature elk river well done okay I got two more questions here. Can you name the church council member who coined the phrase powered by love? And here's a, a, two clues. One, he is here today. And two, he shares a name with the writer of a gospel. So it's either a Matthew, a Mark, a Luke, 
or a John, okay? Who could it be? So let's see. Elk River Lutheran Church, powered by love. Which church council member? Who thinks it was a Matthew? Any hands for Matthew? Who thinks it was a Mark? Any votes for Mark? Okay, how about a Luke? Any votes for Luke? How about John? A vote for John. Oh, John, you got a lot of votes. Would the real mural idea or please stand? It was indeed Mark Schwarzy, uh, who as we were kind of spitballing ideas and phrases said, how about powered by love? And we said, yes. And history was made. Here it is, powered by love. It's become really a tagline and phrase for us. Uh, one last question is about the artist who designed and painted this mural then. We came up with the phrase and she designed it. Uh, what was her first name? Have you ever been close and see it? It's, uh, it's on the mural. It's also on the little about the mural description. And her first name is the name of a flower. So that's a clue. Can anyone shout it out? One, two, three. Lily. Lily. Lots of you here knew that. Lily Payne, exactly. A Minneapolis-based artist who does lots of murals around and did a beautiful one for us. So well done, everybody. Powered by Love Sunday. Welcome. Uh, you all know a little more about the mural and where that phrase came from. And for the rest of the service, we're going to be talking a little more about what does it mean for us to be powered by love. So welcome. Today's scripture reading is first from 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 13, verses 1 through 3. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do, but do not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to move, remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions, and if I hand over my body so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. But as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know only, only in part, and we prophesy only in part. But when the complete comes, the partial will, en will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish thing ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face but then we will say face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will now then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. And now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, and the greatest of these is love. Oh man, well welcome again to Powered by Love Sunday everybody as we think about and celebrate what it is for us as a church to be powered by love. 
Like the skit showed, uh, love is best when you share it. That's part of the power of love is that in sharing it, it grows. And so we get to share love together by gathering together, by being in communication and by celebrating Holy Communion like we will here later today. Uh, that love skit, you know, I love box skit, I think says a great message about love. And so does that scripture reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I have to admit, when I heard it here this morning on this hot day, I felt like I was sitting at a golf course at an outdoor wedding or something. This is like what weddings in July uh, are always like when they're outdoors. And you hear those words so often at a wedding from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, this beautiful description of love uh, in that context, thinking about the love within a marriage, but it fits for us as a church as we are powered by love too, where it says love is patient, love is kind, love is not envious or arrogant or rude, love is, does not insist on its own way. And then that big finale, now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, and the greatest of these is love. Exactly. It's so good. And so we have these beautiful examples of what it is to be powered by love. The scripture reading that lays it out, all these things, to be kind, to not be envious, to not be arrogant or rude, all these things. And I think a lot of the times we do pretty well, but are we perfect in those things? I'm not so sure. And here's what I mean. So I'm going to ask you to help me out here with this, participate a little bit. I'm going to invite you to repeat after me and in place of love, we're going to say I. And so you can think of yourself I, but then you can also maybe if you are married, think of your spouse and see how that does. Uh, but so repeat after me if you would. I am always patient. Okay, we're off to a rough start for some of us, I think. Uh, how about this? I am always kind. Okay, I am never envious or boastful. I'm never arrogant or rude. Oh boy. I do not insist on my own way. Okay. I am never irritable. Oh, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Uh, what do you think? Uh, man, when we put ourselves in that place, in place of what this ideal of love that gets painted here, when we put ourselves in those spots, all of a sudden we realize that even when we are at our best, we don't love perfectly. I think a part of my message here today is that that is okay. I think to be powered by love is to understand that we don't love perfectly, but God does. To be powered by love is to understand that we don't love perfectly, and yet that doesn't stop us from trying. That doesn't stop us from continuing to try to be more kind, to try to be patient, to try to not be so irritable. All of those things that we sometimes fall into, to be powered by love isn't to do them all perfectly necessarily. I don't think we'll get there in this life, but it is to always keep trying, to keep that goal, that ideal of love that's so beautifully painted here, out there and in front of us. And when we do it well, life is better for us and it's better for everyone around us when we're living out this love ideal. You know, I mentioned weddings. This reading is so often read at weddings and, you know, rightly so because it speaks beautifully to how a couple uh, finds love and stays in love and, you know, the power of love within that relationship. But I think it's not just about marriages. But if you think about a marriage as an example, uh, when you think about a marriage, couples that stay married for a long time, 
The secret is, it's not just because they're perfect and in love all the time and are always living these love things perfectly. The secret is that when they have disagreements or arguments, they work it out. Married folks, is that accurate? Uh, It's not that there's never any conflict or disagreement, but it's that there's a commitment to stick with it, to work it out, to always be pulled back to this ideal of love, to be more patient, to be more kind, to uh, hear each other. And whether that is a marriage or a friendship or any kind of relationship, life is better when we're living that ideal of love, when we are living love, when we are powered by love. Uh, My wife Annie and I, as of May 24th, have been married for 13 years, and I'll tell you, uh, we have had some knock-down, drag-out arguments in our day. Uh, In those 13 years, we've had some disputes, some heated debates and conversations, and one in particular I've maybe even shared before uh, because it was one of the most memorable ones. And ironically, even though it's one of the most memorable ones, I can't remember exactly what started it, but I do remember what kind of argument it was. It was one of those ones where she was telling me things that I do that really annoy her, and rather than listening and thinking about how I might change and better myself and her and our, our relationship together, I was hearing those things and trying to think of more ammunition so I could fire back. Have you ever had one of those arguments? Is that familiar at all? Maybe a little bit. Uh, And so uh, we were just shooting back and forth. You know, I was telling her what annoys me. She's telling me what annoys her. And I'll tell you this, I think I was winning. I I was doing pretty good. I mean, I was making some really solid points. And then right in the middle of it, my beloved looks me right in the eyes and she says, yeah, well, your soups all taste the same. said my soups all t- <laughs> my soups all taste the same what are you even talking about i don't remember what the argument was about but it was not about soup uh, or cooking or anything in the kitchen that was totally out of the blue and it was so funny so i thought well golly i gotta think about my soup cooking stuff you know but the funny part was the best part was that it snapped us out of that argument we realized wait a second that's right we're on the same team. Why are we arguing about anything like this? Like, why are we arguing about soup of all things? I think there's solutions to that. There are recipe books. We can work on that. But more than that, I realized that I wasn't winning that argument because I can't win an argument if she's losing because we're on the same team. The only way that we win is when we both win, when we commit to working it out and both feel good at the end of the conversation. And no matter how many times I know and learn that lesson, it's still tricky to fall back into it, but it's getting better. (laughs) It's getting easier. And like I said, I don't think this is just for marriage relationships, but it's any friendship, any relationship with people, we do better you know, when we're all more loving, when we are powered by love. To be powered by love is to understand that our love's not perfect, but it's worth keeping to working on it. Uh, Annie and I, we're a work in progress, and I'm guessing you are too. Uh, All of us are a work in progress with this, always trying to be better, to be more loving, to be more powered by love. I think the Apostle Paul, who wrote those beautiful words, love is patient, love is kind, he wrote those words all those years ago. He also wrote this in verse, four, or in verse 12. He says, For now we see in a mirror dimly, 
but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. There's something about it that until we meet God face to face on the other side of eternity, we're not always going to get it right. And yet I believe with all my heart that when we do meet God face to face, we won't meet a God shaking a finger saying, you could have loved better. You could have loved better. You should have loved better. Although that's true. It's true. Instead, I think we'll meet a God with open arms who says, welcome home. My love, beloved child, come on in. That's the good news of this love of God, that we can't love perfectly, but God does. And so we maybe these days see dimly, as in a mirror, as Paul says, and some of us are a little dimmer than others some days, and yet the goal remains to live powered by love. As individuals, people of faith, as a church together, we live powered by love. And when we live as a church powered by love, it doesn't mean that we always get it right and that we're perfect. Unfortunately, that's not the case. We'll mess up. We'll hurt people, even as a church, and make people feel not loved. But that's not our intention. It's not our commitment. Our commitment is to continue to work on it, to do our best to be that loving example, to be kind, patient, to not be envious, arrogant, but to be powered by love. To be powered by love isn't to love perfectly day in and day out every day, but it's to understand that even though our love isn't perfect, God's is. And so we continue to celebrate that love of God, to share it with others, and to share it as a community of faith each and every time we gather. Thanks be to God for this love that powers us day in and day out. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us. You can find more information about Elk River Lutheran Church at our website, elkriverlutheran.org. And if you'd like to give to support this podcast and the other ministries of the church, just click that Give button at the top of the homepage. Thanks again, and have a great week. Don't take money, don't take fame, but it might just save your life to be powered by love.